Welcome to the game. This is the game. They should have never gave you platforms. Episode 35. Hey, this is the game. On Kamal. Episode 35. Look, for the tubers, like, share, comment, subscribe, and push that notification bell. For my potters, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Apple Podcasts, and I'm on SoundCloud. All you gotta do is type in Kamal Johnson, bow, and the gab pops right up. Hey, I appreciate y'all for listening. I appreciate y'all for watching. Hey, the podcast is doing well, you know I mean? Hey, the tubers, man, get the numbers up, man. Get them numbers up, share, do all that. You know what to do. Shit, I say it every week. <laughs> man. But sponsors, first place losers, link going to be down below. Ooh. Hey, I want to shout out this brother, Dewan B. He made this shirt right here. Fire. Flame ass shirt. Hell yeah. Ooh, hey. Oh, I got a new sound effect, too. Flame shirt. Y'all go to uh, check out Dewan B. Uh, shout out. Just type in Dewan B in Facebook. Bow. And just look on brush shit. Got his website there. Shit's fire. I'm fucking with it. All right. We just gonna get right into the topics. Let's get, just get right into it. All right. So y'all know the motorium is about to end. By the time y'all watch it, it's already gonna end. Uh, it ends on the thirty first of August. So by the time this drop, it's already been ended. And what I want to talk about is evictions. And evictions are going to go crazy. And Landlords are already lining up to they fucking congressmen, whoever they got to talk to to be like, yo, how do I get these people out of my crib immediately? So this is about to be fucking many because it's not only going to cause a problem with just evictions and landlords and stuff like that, but the homelessness problem that we have, oh, that shit is going to go through the fucking roof, man. This shit fucking insane. Bruh, and you know how most most landlords, I ain't gonna say all, but most landlords are a bunch of fucking little bitches in my eyes. They don't give a fuck about nobody. They don't give a fuck about anything. Just the dollar, you feel me? And they could, man, they got programs out here for these landlords and stuff. They probably gonna try to double up. Shit crazy. But within... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, that, I had to read it, read it myself. God damn. Eight million people have been behind on on rent in the last two months. I thought I, I, I even wrote this shit up and I had to reread it again. I'm like, wait a minute, did I really write that? That's a lot of motherfuckers. God damn. Most of them going to get evicted though. Let's be real. Eight million people out that eight million. I'm thinking, shit, like six mil, maybe six and a half million people gonna get evicted. That shit's sad, bro. And it's already hella people homeless and shit, bro. Man. But I guess another thing I wanna talk about. And, bro, I, I, where the money going? Where the fuck is the money going, bro? Like, let's be real. Only 11%. Of the fucking 
rental assistance have been distributed? 11%. That's fucking insane. 11% out of 46 and a half billion. Where the rest of the fucking money? Where's the rest of the money? This supposed to be for rental assistance. If all the money got distributed 100%, hell, I didn't say 100. I'm going to say 50%. Bro, that shit would do wonders. Nigga, that's fucking, bro. Bro, that is 89% of 46 and a half billion unaccounted for. Haven't been distributed. Y'all do the math at home. Y'all do y'all calculations. Do y'all calculations. Let me let me know what it is. I I'm look it. You know, 10% for billion, make it to, you know, 4.6 billion per percent. It's like 4.8 billion dollars unaccounted for. Y'all do that. I just did that in my head right now. Y'all can use a calculator or whatever you want and tell me if I'm wrong or right. Let me know down in the comments. But that's 4.8 billion unaccounted for. That has not been distributed. I mean, that has been distributed. Damn, let me correct that. Only $4.8 billion have been distributed for rental housing assistance. That's fucking insane. So, y'all do the math. 4.8 minus 46.5. Y'all do that. That's how much money that ain't been distributed yet. And now we have this fucking problem. Crazy, right? Yeah. Shit just insane, man. Y'all... Man, bruh. Y'all better be ready, man. I ain't saying the world gonna go in shambles or no shit like that. But I'm saying be prepared because a lot of shit's about to be hitting the fucking fan. And you don't want to be the shit nor the fan. <laughs> For real. You don't want to be neither one. Oh, stay my sword. Look, you got, got some of this info from the Washington Post. Hey, I mean, I'll be out reading the Washington Post, New York Times, all that, Forbes, all that. I'll be reading all that. I think y'all should be reading that shit, too. Like, it's cool to know what's going on around the fucking world. And if you don't want to read it, I'll read it and I'll relate the information to y'all. And y'all take whatever the hell y'all want from me. All right? All right. Next topic, man. Fuck. Um, oh, solution to the last topic. Uh, solution. Uh, can we distribute the rest of the money? That's the solution at this point. Can we distribute the other 89% of 46 and a half billion to the rental fucking assistance? Duh! That's the solution! Uh, damn. Maybe I should be a, the motherfucking president. <laughs> no. Hell no. Actually, hmm. I might just do it. You feel me? A YouTuber just whooped the MMA A's fighter's ass. I'm a YouTuber. I could become president. Let's get it. You know, Kamal Johnson for 2040, nigga. I might need to cut out the nigga part, but you get my drift. <laughs> anyway, on to the next topic. And I was reading uh, the San Diego uh, Union Tribune. And... It brought up a great point. Uh, police and military weapons. Why do they fucking have them? Why do they have military weapons? Especially the way they're using their military weapons. They use it against a lot of protesting. Usually it's peaceful protesting. And they come out there like they about to play a fucking game of Call of Duty. 
Nigga have M14s, AR15s. I seen a nigga one time with a fucking rocket launcher. <laughs> like, I'm like, nigga, what the hell is going on? Alright, for real, I didn't see I didn't see a policeman with a rocket launcher. I'm exaggerating, but you get the drift. They be having all the type of gear. It makes no fucking sense. It's a waste of a lot of taxpayers' dollars, in my opinion. That shit could be going to other things that we're not even gonna discuss because we talk about the shit all the time. But you get my drift. This be a waste of goddamn money. For real, we had to have, fuck, they be having super riot gears. Had a bulletproof vest, helmet, tear gas, fucking Desert Eagles. I think Desert Eagles are illegal. And they still got them. How the fuck these niggas, how the police get a Desert Eagle? How they get a DE? The hell? Shit. But what was being stated, the, uh, the mayor of San Diego, um, Gloria, I think her last name is Todd. Gloria Todd. <laughs> Yo, she's she's implementing a new policy September 22nd saying that the police department has to notify the public when they get military gear. Who the fuck gives a fuck? What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, public out there, we just got three AR-15s. We got... 20 uh, submachine guns, two Desert Eagles, a revolver, and um, what's that What's that new shit, bro? What's that new shit? That new shit? Yeah, we got some M8345 rocket launcher. And you motherfuckers get out of hand, we using that shit. <laughs> That's like sentiment. Like, nigga, we don't care if they fucking notify us. We want to get rid of that shit. Or they have to use military fucking weapons or tactics when certain fucking things happen. Not no fucking protests. Maybe on a, uh, uh, maybe a drug bus. And even then I'm still kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of iffy about that. Like, I just like, that military weapon shit, bro, like, why the, you see a police officer carrying an AR-15, that shit be crazy. What? That shit is wild. But yeah, I got this off the San Diego Tribune. They talking about, you know, that policy. I think it's a bogus policy. It's a fucking, it's cool. It's a right step in the right direction. But at the same time, it's like, oh, nigga, we, we don't want no fucking pat on the back. We want some motherfucking change in this bitch. Like real change. We don't want no full gazy or fucking, uh, uh. What's that shit called? Like that participation type of shit, reward type of, this is how it feels. It's like, oh, we're doing, we're trying to do something. No. You feel me? These niggas don't need no goddamn Call of Duty fucking weapons. Stop stupid protests. The fuck, man? This shit wild, man. Alright, alright. Y'all know what segment it is. You know what we about to get into. We about to get into the Sam segment. Oh, I know what y'all thinking. I don't know what the fuck y'all thinking out there. Y'all thinking, oh, Kanye just dropped Donda? Oh, he's gonna go over Donda. He don't never go over albums. He ain't going over shows and films. No, goddammit. I haven't listened to Donda yet. But I will go over it next week. I promise you. I promise you I will go over it next week. I'll do an album. I'm gonna do I'll do the Donda. You feel me? I will do it next week. 
Then after that, back to shows and movies because it's plenty of shows and movies I've been watching. It's hella good. But this was really fucking good. Uh, Untold. Deal with the devil on Netflix. Oh, shit. Oh, disclaimer. I got to talk about Netflix real quick. Remember back in the day, they was always saying, Netflix and chill. We need the Netflix and chill. Yeah. That slogan has been eradicated. You fucking know why? Because Netflix been stepping their game up with movies and nobody chilling no more. You know what chilling meant? Chill. It means fucking. <laughs> Ain't no more fucking when Netflix is on. And is she trying back it up? This movie good. I ain't trying to fuck right now. Maybe. Actually, you still fuck, but you kind of be like watching a movie while fucking. <laughs> ah! <laughs> watching a show like, nigga, this shit good. Okay. Th- okay, that's the part that I have to remember to go back to because I'm, <laughs> I'm watching this again. I'm fucking out here. <laughs> All right. Let me give you the stats. IMDb gave it 7.4, and Rotten Tomatoes didn't have enough statistics to give it a fucking score. But you know what I say? Fuck them critics. I'm telling you, one day they're going to give me a sponsorship of saying fuck them critics. Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb are going to be like, you know what, man? You're doing numbers and like what you do. You talk about movies and shows. Like, we're going to give you, you know, a sponsorship. I know you say fuck us every week, but I like the way you say fuck us. <laughs> oh, this came out August 17th this year. And like it's um basically a sport related theme untold. They have a bunch of stories and things in that nature. And this one dealt with Christy Martin. This was directed by Laura Bronson. This was incredible. Good shit. Good fucking shit. You know what I mean? And it just shed light on an incredible boxer, Christy Martin, and the struggles and and things she had to deal with on the back end that we didn't know much about. And it showed her career like she was one of the most dominant fucking boxers. She kind of brought boxing into the light. Like, because she was on the undercard of Mike Tyson. And her and her opponent went at it. Bow, 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 bow. Whoa! was one hell of a fucking fight. And that put, like, women boxing on the map. And she was, like, the head honcho, the, the, the thing, just whooping everyone's ass but her backstory was like her trainer this motherfucker was like they were involved they was together and what happened was down the line he started being abusive to her and like just whooping her ass and all types of stuff and he did this like because he found out that chrissy martin she was actually a lesbian and back in the day, she she dated, she, she uh was like dated this chick, but like didn't come out the closet. So like you know it could have. She said she had that built up anger, like not able to be herself. So she took that on the ring, and then like also dealing with the relationship with her trainer, who she super trusted. But this nigga was whooping her ass and shit like that. And he was fucking jealous because she was getting a spotlight and he wasn't, and was kind of like eating at him and shit. And this nigga like. When they shot his shit, this nigga was in jail. You feel me? And really, to be honest, that nigga had no remorse. He literally was like, hey, I told her what I was going to do. I was going to make her the greatest woman boxer of all time, which he did. He did do that. But he kind of made that seem like, 
okay, I did that for her, that justified me for doing everything else. All, all was it, it was all a package. Hell, she fucked me over by getting a new trainer and doing shit like, you know, fucking with another, uh, with a woman and da-da-da. That's basically his sentiment. And it was like, all right, bro, fuck out of here, B. Um, but yeah, it shed light on Christy Martin, like, how she overcame so many obstacles and trials and tribulations. And it just, it's just, in, in, like, it's a sad story, but it's also incredible. Because she just triumphed all her fucking problems and just kind of just got over it. And then, like, one of the chicks that she boxed or whatever, she pieced her up, too. Da, 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 da. She actually, at the end of the day, they became, like, wife and wife. They got fucking married. Found the love of her life in the fucking boxing. You know what that tells you? Keep doing what you love, whatever it is, you're going to find your love. Bars! Keep doing what you love, you're going to find your love. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Don't mean to toot my own horn, but I just did. Oh, shit. Damn. Keep doing what you love, you're going to find your own love. That's a... Wow. Um. Anyway, she did though. They got married and stuff like that. And also, it shows like at the end of the day, it's better to be true to yourself. You feel me? Like be be true to yourself. And hey, that's that's the gist of it. That's what I got. Like it just showed her career and be true to yourself. You feel me? Such a great documentary. Such a great documentary. Shit, y'all need to... Y'all most definitely need to go watch it. On Netflix. Untold Deal with the Devil. <sighs> Bruh. Oh, and what, what? also I was thinking, like, if y'all ended up seeing the Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley fight yesterday, this kind of kind of got incorporated because the undercard was Amanda Serrano and uh the other chick was uh, Yamalif McCardo. And... Amanda Serrano, like, it's crazy. I don't know anything about her. And she's been beating motherfuckers up for 10 straight years. So, like, this kind of correlated with, like, Jake Paul. You know, everybody knowing this nigga and, like, Tyrone Woodley. And he put, he trained, like, Jake Paul trained with Amanda Serrano and put her on the undercard. Put her as a, a co-main event. And so, like, it got eyes to it. It was kind of same type of feel. So, I was like, but what was scary, though, and I hope. History don't repeat itself. I'm not hoping this happened. Amanda Serrano trainer? I don't know about that guy. I'm saying it first. I don't know about bruh. Like, it was kind of... He was doing some interactions where I was like, bruh, this scarily is similar to how uh, Christy Martin trainer was when they had the big fight on the same undercard. It was kind of scarily similar. So I hope it ain't the same outcome, you feel me? But... Yeah, y'all go see this shit, and like I said, it's like, this shit is like, you know, be your true self. And with that being said, I got to tell y'all something. I, I always wanted to tell y'all, tell people this. Nobody knows about this, but um, I'm transracial, y'all. I'm actually, I'm Indian. Nope, y'all thought I was black, Asian, American, all that shit. Nope, I'm Indian. I'm transracial, y'all. <laughs> Like, oh shit, what is he gonna tell us? Holy fuck! 
Yeah, I'm transracial. You gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta address me as a uh, Indian. I'm Indian. All right. <laughs> transracial. Get the fuck out of here. What the flying fuck? <laughs> Oh, bruh. Alright. Like I said, I, uh, score, I give it, you know, I ain't giving no more scores. Fuck that. This is great. I don't even want to give no more scores. This shit's solid. Untold, Deal with the Devil on Netflix. Go see it. Oh, snaps. You know what we about to get into. And you know how I love my memes. So it's meme time. Woo! Yeah, and I got some juicy memes for y'all. Y'all know what's been going around in the world. You know what I mean? Oh my god. So the, this crate thing, you know what I mean? This 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 crate challenge. It just had me, you know, it had me thinking this meme kind of accurate, you feel me? So, it has one crate and it has it as like a hoop, as a basketball hoop, you feel me? And then on the other side, this one I'm posture, you know what's going on. It has the crate challenge. And it has some nigga on like the fourth step of the crate challenge. You know, that's the craziest going around. Oh. <laughs> but it says above the one with the hoop, the basketball who said my generation. Then over the other one where the crate challenge says y'all generation. And it's like, you know, I, personally, I don't like the whole generational fighting thing. And it's like, oh, my generation does this. Your generation does that. It's like, at, no, it did. at this point, I look at it. It ain't even generation at this point. It's like niggas be 40-something acting like a fucking 20-something-year-old and 20-something-year-olds be acting like 40-year-olds. It's just how you was raised, how you look at the world, your perspective and all that shit. But this is kind of funny, though, because when I was growing up, though, I I did make a fucking basketball hoop out of milk crate. I was in, like, third, fourth grade. So, yeah, you know what I mean? And now it's like, bro, shit, man, kids... Third, fourth graders got to see this and be like, yo, that's hella cool. We're going to do that with milk crates. No, goddammit. Don't do it. Do not do it. They want us to hurt ourselves, and we don't got no health insurance. Well, let me phrase that. I got health insurance. I advise everybody to go out to get health insurance. But for the most part, I'm seeing where it's at. I'm seeing who's doing the shit. I highly doubt they got any health insurance. But if you're listening, go get health insurance. It's always better to have it than not have it. Trust me, I know. <laughs> All right. All right, on the next meme, feel me? You got Peter Griffin. He ain't thinking. He's like, hmm, hmm. You feel me? And it's in black and white. So it, it makes it even more like, ooh, ultra thinking. Like, he really thinking deep. And it says above him, if the sun is in space, why is there light on Earth but not in space? Oh, shit. Hmm. Then a message pop up, and it says, Illuminati! And it says, stay right where you are. Ha <laughs> ha, bruh! They about to get his ass. You asking too many questions. Oh, my God. Too many questions. They don't. Hey. <laughs> too many questions, bruh. Oh, man. Great question, though. Have you pondering? Have you thinking? Hmm. That's like... When you see them memes and niggas smoke the weed and he start asking like asking them type of questions, yo, hey, you really be thinking like that when you smoke though. Now, do you say them out loud? Not really, but you really think them though, <laughs> bruh. 
Oh, snaps. All right. I had to drop another one for the crate thing because, you know, it's it's, hot. it's funny. I think it's hilarious. All right. The crate shit's hilarious. I, I personally don't want people to do that shit because it's dangerous. You can really fuck yourself up and hurt yourself. And it looks idiotic. But sometimes I like watching idiotic shit. Who, who am I to judge? You feel me? And it got, all right, it got the Simpsons. Oh, man, it got Bart Simpson opening up the door and Homer Simpson sitting down like this. And he got the, uh, you know, the African hat, the little African print hat. They photoshopped it on, bruh. And he looking. And it says, the CIA dropped the milk crates off in the hood. Oh, shit. <laughs> bruh. Come on, bro. For real. Nigga dropped them off in the hood. Hey, they might be right, though. <laughs> Bruh. That shit is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Bruh. This kind of correlates with the one shot I got with me and my bruh, uh, Byron. And we got our title of the show is called Our Crates the New Crack. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa. It's zany. But, I don't know. Who knows? This shit, like... The milk crates popped out of nowhere. Really, though. Like, I really haven't seen a milk crate in a very, very, very long time. It's been plenty of years. And I didn't even think they exist anymore. But apparently, they do. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, not too far off. The CIA done dropped a lot worse things off than milk crates. So I wouldn't put it past them to dropping this shit off. <laughs> Be like, you know what? They're like, bruh, we couldn't destroy the minorities with crack. What's the next best thing to destroy these motherfuckers? And they were sitting around pondering in the fucking meeting. And one nigga just popped out and was like, what about crates? They were like, crates? Milk crates. You know, milk crates? Let's make them play a game with it. Call it a crate challenge. Have them stack it up and try to get to the top. But what they don't know, they will never get to the top. And they will always fall and fuck themselves up. Then nigga was like, everybody was like, CIO was like, damn, that's a great idea. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking memes. Oh, God. Give yourself a hand out there, all right? Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Kamal. This is The Gab. Episode 35. Woo! Sponsors, first place losers. The link is going to be in the description. Y'all go check it out. Man, I'm dropping new designs, you know, next month. I have plenty of designs. I'm just drop them like real drops, though. We'll drop it. Se September 17th is when I'm dropping the new design. So y'all go follow the, follow the uh, Instagram page, first place losers, underscore FPL. Follow the uh, Facebook page so you know when exclusive drops come out and stuff. Ah! And uh, for my uh, tubers. Yeah, my tubers out there. Come on. Get the numbers up. Get the shares. Get the numbers up. Get the numbers up. Get the numbers up. <laughs> hey, for my tubers, though, like, share, comment, subscribe, and push that notification bell. Hey, and my Potter gang, y'all out there doing it, bro. The numbers are going up. I appreciate y'all. Y'all whooping the tubers ass right now when it comes to the numbers, man. 
Or my potters, look it. I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Google Podcasts, and I'm on SoundCloud. All you gotta do is type in Kamal Johnson and BOW! I pop right the fuck up. The gap. Woo! Hey! On that note, I'm out, man. Peace. No more crate challenge. No more crates. Not in my area. This was a gap. This was a gap. Ooh, yeah.